One of the questions that I get more than probably anything else is something along the lines of, Becca, how do you do all the things you do? before. Hi, my name is Becca and I'm the music teacher who blogs over at beccasmusicroom.com. And I have a teacher's pay teacher store called Becca's Music Room. I also have a YouTube channel called Becca's Music Room. I also have this YouTube channel. I also have another TPT store. Oh, and I have an Etsy shop called Becca's Music Room. And that's not even considering all of the Instagrams and the email lists and all of the things that I do. Oh, and did I mention that I'm a full-time teacher? I have a few things going on. I don't tell you this to stress you out or make you think that I'm cool or anything like that because honestly, if I looked at me, I'd be like, why on earth are you doing all of those things? But here we are. But my point being that I get the question from TPT authors and from music teachers, from everybody, how do you do all the things that you do? And usually it's followed by, and stay sane. There's a lot of stuff that goes into this, but the biggest thing is really focusing on self-care. Self-care is something that is severely neglected or sometimes talked about in the wrong context when it comes to teachers. I am an elementary music teacher, like I just said, and when it comes to teachers, you may not have noticed this, but I have noticed the dialogue that goes on tends to really glorify teachers who spend all their time at school and spend all their home time working on stuff for school and spend their whole weekend working on school and never sleep and do all this stuff and all the things. And for some reason we think that's what good teachers look like. Good teachers are exhausted and good teachers spend all their free time working on stuff and good teachers stay at school until seven o'clock at night and good teachers do this, that, and the other. And I want to tell you more than anything, it's not true. Yes, you can be a good teacher and do all those things. However, you're gonna be a better teacher if you don't. Number two, you have to take care of yourself in order for you to take care of anybody else. That means your students, that means your family, that means your husband or your wife, that means your dog, that means literally anyone else. If you're trying to take care of students but you don't take care of yourself, it's not going to end well. You might be able to do it for a while, but at some point it's going to break. Now, with that being said, over the next few weeks, we're gonna talk about different things that you can do for your self-care to take care of yourself so that you can, first of all, feel like a normal human. Secondly, take care of your students. And third, just not be overwhelmed by your life. Now, these are not magic pills. They're not gonna like make your life magically stress-free, but they are going to help you with some of the tools that can help you to move in that direction. We're gonna have four videos where we talk about different specific things all about self-care. And in these specific things, you're gonna have an action item that's going to really make a difference. They're all very quick, maybe five, 10 minutes to implement like a week, but they're gonna make a big difference in your life, especially if you're consistent and you do all of them and like continue to grow. So if you're interested in that, do stick around and also click the link down below because there's some printables that go along with each one. So first of all, there is a quiz to see how you're doing in the stress 
levels so far and then there's gonna be printables for each of the different weeks you'll get them each week and so this week you can go ahead and get the ones down below that being said we're gonna start with the thing that makes the biggest difference in becca how do you do all this stuff without losing your mind and that is taking charge of your day take charge of your day imagine this for a moment your husband's alarm goes off and you realize that you overslept so you bust out of the bed and you like throw some clothes on and throw your hair up in a ponytail and you grab maybe a banana on the way out of the house or let's be real you grab a pop tart on the way out of the house or maybe you even stop at taco bell because taco bell's breakfast is delicious i do have to say and you hop in the car and you get to school and you're late and by the time you get to your classroom there's already kids lined up so you get the kids in the classroom and they immediately have all of the problems because kids have all the problems all the time and so they're asking you questions and you don't even have your morning work up yet and you've got all the stuff to do and it's just crazy and that's all before 8 a.m and it continues for the rest of the day because you weren't there in the morning to prep. Has that ever happened to you? Because I can say it's happened to me on multiple, multiple different days. I do not like it. What is happening is you're reacting to your day. You're letting the day happen to you instead of you taking charge of it. All of these little things, yes, started with my alarm not going off or me sleeping through it or whatever, but the point being that you did not take charge, you did not plan for your day, you were not the one who was in control. And it's going to stress you out, especially if this is your reality every single day. Now one day, not the end of the world, but every day, yeah, it's gonna be the end of the world. As you come to school and as you get to work and as you just live your life, you're going to have all of the things, like the needy kids with the questions right off the bat. Miss Davis, what does this do? What do we have to blah, 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 blah. Okay. All of them are coming to you and you are reacting to them. And then you check your email and there's stuff in your email that you have to react to. And then there's someone who calls you and you forgot to take attendance and just all the things all throughout the day if you are reacting to everything instead of taking charge. What I want you to do is to take charge of your day. So instead of reacting to everything, you're going to be proactive about things so that you can be in charge. Now, is this gonna work 100% of the time? No, because inevitably there's a day that you get to school and your principal is like, oh, by the way, we have a bus evacuation drill and you're like, what? Or, oh, by the way, there's a pep rally. Oh, cool. I was planning on having class today, but apparently I'm not. And different things like that that you just can't plan for. But things like emails and getting to school on time and prepping before your kids come in are all things that you can be prepared for and that you can do before the kids ever get there. Those are things you can be proactive about instead of being reactive about. And when you're proactive, you feel in control you feel in charge and you are less stressed overall and people that are less stressed are more happy which is our goal throughout the next four weeks of our self-care Sunday videos so how do you actually do that well the first thing I want to tell you is a quote by Greg McEwen McEwen I'm not sure how to say his name but I like what he said and that is if you don't prioritize your life someone else 
will. So what that means is just what we said. If you don't decide what your priorities are and what you're going to do and when, someone else is going to decide that by sending you an email, sending you an email, sending you kids and just all of the things. Instead of reacting to your life and instead of letting other people decide when you'll do different things, you need to be proactive. Now I'm making this video mostly for teachers. So I'm assuming you're a teacher. If you're watching this, yes, we have schedules and yes, we have planning and yes, we have all those things. However, one thing I prioritize is being ready for my classes. And one way I do that is that I get to school a little bit early, not a lot, just a little bit so that I can spend a few minutes before school starts, before my duty post, before anything, making sure my room is prepped for my first group of kiddos. So I make sure that my PowerPoint is pulled up and I make sure that all my instruments are pulled out because I teach music and I make sure that everything is ready so that when my first class walks in, they don't walk in and then I'm trying to pull everything out. I'm not reacting to them walking in by trying to grab all the instruments we need. Instead, I'm proactive and I get to school a little bit early, not by much, and I make sure that I have those things done before they get there. That's one example of being proactive. Another example is just thinking through your day and deciding when you're going to do certain things. So for example, when you get home from school, if you don't have any idea what your plan is, then you're going to be again, reacting. So that might look like you reacting to how stressful your day was by coming home and like laying on the couch for two hours, or it might be you reacting to coming home and then your kids want to do this and they need to do their homework and they need this and this and this and all the things. It might be you reacting to come something completely different. Maybe you got home and you're like, oh my gosh, why is my house a mess? I need to clean my house. When that wasn't really what you planned to do or wanted to do that particular day. Instead, we wanna be proactive and we wanna think through all those things ahead of time. So in the cleaning your house example, I personally have like a schedule where I say, okay, on Monday, I'm going to do this activity and on Tuesday, I'm going to take the trash out and on Wednesday, I'm going to clean the bathrooms. And the reason I do this is so that I can be proactive and not reactive. I'm not like, oh, my floor is disgusting because I have two German shepherds and I need to vacuum it. I just know like it's Friday, I'm going to vacuum. So I'm being proactive, I'm vacuuming before I need to so that I don't have to react later. I'm also being proactive in planning that I'm going to vacuum on that certain day, which means I don't have to be reactive. So if on Thursday I'm like, man, my floor's kind of dirty, I can be like, I can leave it for tomorrow because tomorrow's my plan. Or I can do it a day early if I want to and then tomorrow's free. You have more options when you're proactive. If it's with your kids right when you get home from school, work with them to find some sort of routine so that you can fit in when they're gonna do their homework and when they're gonna have a snack and when they're gonna play and when they're gonna do all those things that kids need to do so that you're not trying to react to all of it. Again, I'm not gonna say that you can are never gonna be able to react to anything and you're gonna be proactive about everything, but these little things really do make a difference. So make sure that you're thinking through your day. The second thing that can help you to be more proactive and less reactive is to think through how you want to feel. Now, bear with me, because I know that when I first heard this, I was like, 
I think you crazy. But when I actually tried it, it made a huge difference. Thinking about how you want to feel during different sections of your day or just the whole day makes a huge difference. For me, I usually want to feel calm, especially when I'm at school and I like to feel productive. So those are kind of my two words that I really think through and that's kind of my intent. And at the beginning of the day, before my third graders come to class, I take a second and I stop and I think about being calm. And I kind of think through a couple of the things we're not, we're going to do. I don't think through the entire day because that would take a long time, but I think through, you know, okay, third grade is going to come in. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. So I know that I know the plan and I know that I know that I can be calm through the whole thing. When kids come in and they're crazy, I know that I'm going to be calm because I've already decided that I was going to be calm. And I visualized myself. I looked at myself in the future being calm. When I come home, I usually want to be productive because again, I have a lot of stuff going on. So I just kind of have to be productive if I want to make sure that everything's going to happen. So that means that I come home and before I even come home, when I'm in the car, I'm thinking about, okay, when I get home, I'm going to eat a snack and then I'm going to clean the bathroom and then I'm going to do this. And I think about the things that I want to accomplish and I think through myself doing them so that I have a game plan and I'm ready. And again, I'm not proactive. I am ready for the day. I'm taking charge of the day. I'm not just letting it happen to me. These two little shifts can make a huge difference in your day. So one more reason this is super effective is something called decision fatigue. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but it is a thing and it is a real thing. I can attest to it where the more decisions you make throughout the day, the more worn out you are. So literally the more decisions you make, the more fatigue you feel. Easy peasy, right? You can definitely think through this. If you ever have those days where you get home and your husband says, what's for dinner? And you're like, I don't even care. I don't even know. I just need to go crawl in a hole somewhere. <laughs> I know I have done this where with that same thing, what are we having for dinner? I don't know. I don't care. Like I, just, I can't even think anymore. So that is called decision fatigue. And it is caused by making decisions all day, every day, which is something teachers do. I read somewhere that teachers make the same amount of decisions as surgeons, which is terrifying to me personally, that we make that many decisions. And also about the same as a CEO of like ginormous businesses. Yeah. That's how many decisions you make. If you stop and think about how many decisions you make, you'll realize how true that is because you're constantly making decisions like, can so-and-so go to the bathroom? Where are we going to get pencils? When do they need to turn this in? Is this due? Is that ready? What are we? <laughs> there are so many decisions to make in a day. The more you can make ahead of time, if you can decide things ahead of time and not in the moment, it will be less stressful. You'll have less decision fatigue. And also you're more likely to make a better decision. It's kind of like meal prepping. You know, people love to talk about meal prepping. It's because if you're hungry and it's time for lunch, you're, and you don't know what you're going to have, you're probably not going to pick something good. But if you meal prep ahead of time, so you have it prepared ahead of time, because you made your decision ahead of time, so you don't have that decision fatigue, then you're going to feel a lot better and be more likely to choose the correct 
thing to do. So each week of these four self-care Sunday videos, you're going to have an action item and the printable, which again is linked down below, is going to talk all about your action item. These things are very quick, but they are very effective, especially once you get them all and you do them all but we're just gonna do one habit at a time. So we'll do one this week and the next week you'll learn a new one. So this week, your action item is to spend five minutes, just five minutes, just five minutes, at the beginning of the day, thinking through your day, when you wanna do things and how you want to feel. So think through, am I gonna spend my planning blessing planning or copying? Am I going to go home and relax or am I gonna go home and clean? Either way, is fine. Just decide ahead of time so that when you get there, it's going to be easier. Also think through and write down your word that you want to really embody today, whatever word that is, whether that is happy or energetic or just anything, whatever it is, think about it ahead of time so that it's in your brain, it's at the forefront of your mind so that you're thinking about it so that you're more likely to embody whatever that word is that you want to do. This only takes a few minutes. You can do it while you're drinking your cup of coffee. You can do it when you first get to school, whatever is gonna work for you, but do it early in the day so that you can go ahead and think through what is happening. All right, friends, so that is all for this first Sunday self-care video. I hope that this was helpful and make sure you get those printables so that you can do your action item every day this week. Next week on Sunday, we're gonna have a new video that is going to give you another action item that again is very short. It kind of bases off of this one and as you do all of these things, it's really going to help you to feel so much less stressed and so much happier, which is what we all want, right? So thank you so much for watching and I will see you next week. Each of the next, this video and the next three videos